Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch the Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And this is ESPN 8, The Ass Cast. Oh god, I can't wait to fucking not talk about that. This episode is called Shojono or whatever. Shojono Pizza, know. better this, than Tombstone. This is last week's episode. Uh, it's more of a refresher as we're doing it the day of the new episode, but you know, uh, shit happens down in the crotchels of our region, Sally. Louisiana. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Gotta love them papas. Swamp pass. Yeah, yeah. So this week's episode starts out, and Michael has found uh, uh, Kathy Bates from Misery and her crispy, crunchy, peanut buttery body. <laughs> Leave that fucking thing alone. You'll get diseases. <laughs> so at first, that he comes up, and he's like, hey, Sarah Paulson, what the fuck? And she's like, bend to my wheel, bow to Zod, and come be one of us. And he's like, no, fuck you. I do my own thing. I got a crew and everything. I'm about ready to drop the hottest album in 2018 you ever seen, dog. Mm. Fucking dare you talk to me about bending the wheel. Like he, he got up like Kanye West. I'll stab you the areola. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets up and he's like, he runs to the forest. He's like, no, daddy, no. That part, when he runs to the forest to try to get his dad's attention, which is Satan, by the way. I, I'm getting a strong feeling that Michael Langdon might be evil. Yeah, a little Just bit. a little bit. But uh, he runs through the forest and he and, shops at Hot Top. And he does an amazing job with the pentagram, by the way, all in anger and just barely, like, just haphazardly drawing a circle. And he draws a perfect pentagram. And he goes, I'm just going to sit here until you talk to me, Dad. I've done everything. I've done everything you've asked. I've taken the trash out. I've been nice to my brothers. I cleaned the fucking car. And you still won't tell me what to do or give me my allowance. And then he's like, Well, Dad's not going to talk to me. I don't so, want to clean my room. God. And then after a while of going through starvation. He starts seeing shit and seeing little kids like, do you want to drink of water? Do you want to play on the seesaw? Like, no, bitch, I Michael Jackson. Why y'all trying to tell me to fuck a goat, man? And there was a goat in this. Yeah, he rips its horns out. <laughs> and then snakes come out of it like Halloween 3. Yeah, I know. Um, and that weird shit, random ass shit happened. AHS gets weirder and weirder. Well, it's a random. This, this show, this episode was kind of random at the very beginning because he yeah. goes from there and then he stumbles around and winds up in like, it was fucking New York or where he was, but he goes down a back alley and makes his way into a satanic church, as you do when you're yeah. stumbling drunk out of a bar at 3 o'clock. He's yeah. like, well, that sounds fun. Give me some satanic soup. Let's see Let's see where that goes. <laughs> so he gets in there, and, and, he's, and it's... I don't know who that actress is. Um... It's like Kathy Griffin, though. It wasn't Kathy Griffin. No, I, don't I don't know. Whatever. You know, she was a she was the leader of the satanic church. And they were. She's like, we all got to be more evil. Evil is the way. Don't you understand? Like, tell me, tell me you, because uh, there's a congregation gathered. She's like, what did you do, evil? He's like, I didn't tip a waitress or something. Like, it's just like really mundane things. And she's like, you know what I did this week? I robbed an old person's home. And then I gave the money to, uh, it was just, it, and you know, Michael Langdon's like, oh shit, these are my followers. And they're all like wanting the end times and they're waiting for the son of the devil to come to deliver them. And he's sitting back there, he's like, these are my people. Shit! <laughs> and then uh, then this one lady leans over and very sexually, I thought, was like, well, not sexually, but it just came, I, I got that sexual mm -hmm. vibe off of her. She was like, you look hungry. Yeah, she hit him up in the DMs. Yeah, pretty much. And she's like, do you want to come back and I'll cook you a hot meal and have intercourse with you like and she didn't say that but she was like i'll cook your hot meal back at my place and he's like that's very nice and he's like well we all can't be perfect i'll suck your dick that's pretty much what she wanted to do and she was like that character from fight club that's like if anybody i just want to have sex one more time before i die i have many uh uh lubricants and some playgirl uh, in my house but nice he's like stop barbara <laughs> but yeah he goes back and she feeds him i love i do love the late the main lady at the satanic temple though she's like what well, you little bitch is gonna do some evil shit mm. Uh, and uh, so, but they go back and she, she explains how, and this is a weird turn on, say, Thor, Thor, stop it. Take that squeaky toy somewhere else. 
Um, but it's your dildo, Daddy. <laughs> I like in this version of, uh, of the Satanist temple, like everybody gets riches for being a part of Satan. Like this woman, she's like, "Look, I got a house. I got a nice lazy boy. I get to fuck Ryan Reynolds on Friday nights, and Brad Pitt fucks me till the morning comes up on Wednesdays." I'm like that's not, yeah, and then Michael Lane's like, "That's it. <laughs> that's what you sold your soul for—a lazy boy and a fucking paid off." I was like, "Hey, if you're gonna sell your soul for a paid off house, there are worse things. I mean, that shit expensive, dog." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically he tells her, he's like, uh, you know, wait no further. I'm the one you've been waiting for. She's like, shut your blasphemous tongue. And, you know, he shows her the 666 behind his ear. And then she falls to her knees. But he's, like, very dejected this entire time. Because, again, he doesn't want to be part of these gaggle of fucking morons. Like, it's kind of like Clown and Spawn. He's like, why does God get all the good ones and we get the retards? Because like, you know, that's, <laughs> that's what it was. Like, they're just moronic people that he has to deal with. And he doesn't know what to do. He's lost without his mentor. So he has no clue on what to do except that he is the son of the devil. And he goes and they have, like, this potluck and shit after he comes into the temple and she announces that he's you know they go back to the satanic temple and the lady that was helping him was feeding him food announces to the other satanic members that he's the son of the devil and they give him the honor of sacrificing those two people that they brought in which that shit was evil because i thought they were just a gaggle of fuckheads that dude's abs were weird <laughs> they like, were like rolling. he had like titty. he had like fat abs yeah it was weird he had like fat abs I mean, it was like it was like it was like one of those blow-up dolls that are right between deflating yeah, uh, but, but so and the girl was all right she was hot but, so, they, he kills him really quick, and he's like, okay, well, fuck it. Because Michael Lang has done worse. He's like, is this all, like, yeah. this is, like, layup practice for me at basketball. Like, this is nothing. And then he's sitting around, and they're having a potluck dinner, and they're bringing him shit like any church service would. And he was, <laughs> she's like, I can guarantee for the baked spaghetti. He's like, I'll, I'll, okay, I'm going to get to it. And then when, the, when they finally leave him alone, he's just there with that one chick. He's like, I don't know what to do. I mean, really, this episode, Cedar could have been playing over the entire thing, and it could be Remedy. <laughs> Frail, the skin is dry and pale, the pen will be-. Like, it just felt like it was very Cedar-oriented, the way that his attitude was. He was very like, I don't fucking care anymore. And uh, the lady that had helped him earlier in the episode says... Uh, Try my spinach. Yeah, and he, she was like, well, when, what's the plan? I mean, what are we going to do? He's like, I don't fucking know! Like, I just got here, lady. <laughs> We're going to go to fucking Coles and Shoplift. We're going to go to Fazoli's first, and then afterwards we'll see how we feel. Maybe Applebee's at 12. <laughs> but, uh, so eventually what she, what he admits to her is like, look, Kathy Satan Bates is... Satan lasagna. Yeah. Satan lasagna. Satan lasagna. Uh, that's gonna Spicy. Be, that's going to be the new one from Cheddar's. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, what she basically says is like... Well, he admits to her, like, I lost Kathy Bates. He, she was the only figure I ever trusted and loved and <clears throat> looked to for answers. And then she's like, oh, I got the right thing for you. Follow me. Ooh, a hell of a deal. We're going downtown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so they drive to California. He won't, she won't tell him exactly what it is. It's, but it was very, like, it was so weird because she's like, I don't know how to react around you because since I found out that who you are, he's like, I'm the same person I was. When you met me, you didn't know who I was. It was like uh, you'd been a celebrity or something. And uh, she takes him to this, this Silicon Valley, and that's where she's going to let him get the answers that he wants at, in regards to bringing Kathy Bates back. Yeah, and that's where you get... Fuck, why can I never remember the guy's name? He's the main fucking star of the show. Eichner? No, not Billy Eichner. The other guy. Jimmy Evans. Fuck it, the main guy, man. Uh, Luke Evans. Shit fuck. Shit fuck. Shit fuck fart. Fuck taints. Shit fuck fart shit taints. Uh, Dude, uh, you know who I'm talking about, Evans, right? yeah. Evan Peters. Evan Peters, yeah, Evan Peters. Yeah. Just think Peter, I know you'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> I never forget. I'd never forget the Peter. <laughs> but, you know, that, that was the highlight of the whole show, man. And it, it's kind of stupid. Like, honestly, like, some of the stuff at the Satanist Temple was kind of, like, dumb comedy. But I liked it. Like, I don't mind that yeah, shit. That was, it's that HS. Cool. They do really stupid stuff. Like, um, like all the stuff that the main lady was saying and how, how she was acting and stuff. But, yeah, when they go back, they go to Silicon Valley, and they both got Billy Eichner's back, and they have bowl haircuts, which I love. 
Like they have these weird mullet mullet haircuts and they're sitting there doing shit. And this girl's giving him head under the table. But when she brings this bowl of coke, he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> She's like, I was working. He was like, oh sorry, I forgot. I like yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, you, know, you know, apparently these two guys are like genius level uh, robotic experts, and they they've been able to. What their basic empire is built on is the fact that they can do as much coke as they want and never get sick. They sold their soul to the devil as well, <laughs> but they can do as much coke as they want and never fucking die or OD on it. And then they can sell their shit, their company, uh, and make products for billions of dollars. And they, but they specialize in sex robots. Yeah. Which you know, there's one scene where uh, Billy Eichner's character and. Uh, Evan Peters' character, they're, they're looking at this thing going up and down, like jacking off a guy. He's like, I'm getting wood just looking at it. And then it's like, and it starts fucking up. He's like, well, you just ripped off every guy's dick. That would be a fun job, though. Well, that would be the best engineer job you could hope for, was, yeah. Was, and just it did, a look, it did look like a good hand job, I'm not going to lie. It, it was very smooth. When it, even when it went fast, I was like, I think I can handle that. Was, that was the part when you get into the, you're in the right zone. <laughs> you you got to set it on 11. The auto zone. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah then, like, dude, I'm modded by sex doll. Watch this. Also, you get reintroduced <laughs> to Miss Winnebago. She's there, uh, Sarah Paulson's character from early early on in in the season, and she's talking down to a to an employee that was late on delivering the coke, and she's like, "When I say be here, this and whatever," and she's like, "Go ahead and use whatever brain cells you have left and clean out your desk." I'm like, "Fuck!" You know, in some way, I want to fuck you, Winnebago. Like, I don't know why, <laughs> but I just like it. And then she runs off, and it she always brings, fucks Sarah Paulson. She brings in the bowl of coke, and they run over there like gerbils to the water, and they start sniffing the shit out of it. I'd fuck Sarah Paulson in a fat suit. We know. You'd fuck her in a fat suit, yeah. or you would be in a fat suit. Both, oh, either or. Yokozuna. We'd be furries. Oh God! <laughs> uh, just make sure the flap is on uh, velcroed. Uh, but yeah, so when he, you know, anyhow, uh, Michael Langdon shows up to these guys, and they were already called and informed that he was coming, and then they're like excited, but they don't really believe him at first. They're like, because they were like, I was kind of expecting something more. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not talking down to you, dude, but you kind of look normal <laughs> and then they start making fun of it and michael lady gets all huffy about it he's like fuck it. and he like walks out of the like out of the tries to walk out and he's like whoa, whoa wait 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 well i mean just you know like give us a little pointer here give us a heads up like we don't know i do love that scene though when, when she brings in the giant bowl of coke and they're just like sniffed, sniffing it through a fucking ladle and that prostitute who was hot as fuck by the way she was super hot. she was sitting there with her panties showing her legs spread she's like aren't you gonna od or something he's like no and then she turns around and like in the background you can see her snorting something off a desk too it's like this is a bunch of goddamn sexual i deviant. mean that that's the uh the american dream i think for I, every I, you know every male and i think that I, they really went after the silicon valley people here too because I like how when they when they met with Langdon and they go out on the picnic table to have their talk, they they were telling their story and they're like, yeah, we work for a guy who we can't say who he is, but uh, it was Tesla. <laughs> it was still yeah. Tesla. I think this is how Steve Jobs started out with the iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> it was just it was just him and and uh, sold his soul to the devil and one other fucking and that Wozniak fucker. <laughs> Some people won't like it because it's too over the top comedy, but I kind of like it. It's just kind of batshit fucking crazy. It kind of fits think. in the universe yeah. of American Horror Story, and so he proves we've lost scariness. Scariness, yeah, gone. it's gone. Uh, at this point, I think somebody actually brought this up, and I don't know if it was another YouTuber or if it, I read it somewhere, but I kind of agree with that. They were like, is this really its own thing, American Horror Story Apocalypse, or is this just a sequel to Coven? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I was like, you know, I kind of agree that, you know, maybe the first two episodes was its own thing, but now that we've gotten to where we are now, like, I would go ahead and say, yeah, it's a sequel to Coven. You know, what I liked the best... That or a sequel to X-Men. Mur <laughs> Murder House was the best, right? That was the mm -hmm. best one. Uh, what, what I liked a lot was the idea of what Roanoke was supposed to be. Now, Roanoke turned out to be a shitty season, right? But when it started, and it was these new characters, and they were out there, and you didn't know what was going to come next... And it seemed like it was going to be scary. I think that's the best AHS can be, even though, like I said, they dropped the ball on that. 
Um, but with this season, it's kind of fun. It's not that I don't like it, but at the same time, it's it's not scary at all, and it's just kind of a, it's like a, uh, it's just kind of a, 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 its own thing. Like it just kind of does well, just this crazy weird shit every week, and it's just fun to see what they're going to do next. But you're not really that involved in the story anymore. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's the same as like with Colt. I, I had fun with Colt, but Colt yeah. was not scary at all. But Colt was more scary in the fact that it could happen in real life with that mentality, that cult mentality that they were going for. But, but Colt was focused. It was it had more of a, yeah. But this one. It does have supernatural elements in it, obviously. I mean, fucking, he's the son of the devil, so obviously weird shit's gonna go down. I should never have given him the pot. But, you know, it's still got just we, randomness we... in it. Huh? Yeah, it's just, it's yeah. constantly, every episode's like, well, what are we gonna do today, Jim? It's Yo, like an anthology. That's almost. just, that's, that's me and Mike trying to make a YouTube video. Like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> like, I don't know, let's just come up with something. Uh, but, okay, so uh, he proves his power by incinerating that girl, uh, by incinerating the, the whore. And they're like, oh, shit. And they're like, you really are the son of the devil. Oh, shit, son. And then they have this cool, like, yeah, they have this, like, little cool, breezy, easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl kind of luncheon at this, like, private reserved area on the grounds. And they're eating, like, fucking uh, sushi. And they're talking about all that stuff, that how they sold their soul. And he explains what he wants. He's like, I want, you know, uh, uh, this girl or, or my mentor, Kathy Bates, recreate it, uh, you know, or brought back from the dead. And they're like, well, we can recreate her to the very last, you know, pubic hair and like they ew. they well, that's what they said i know and, and then they and they go they get to work and, and they fix her up and that's where the robotic kathy bates comes into play and you and you you know they tell him you know it's going to take some time for you to uh acclimate with her again or she's not going to remember it. but as soon as she sets up she's like oh i've missed you my sweet boy yeah and i was like here comes the rum shaker turn it up <laughs> <laughs> excuse me mr officer turn it up i like a boom boom down Apocalypse times, and so we know now that that is the precursor to what is the current situation of American Horror Story. Because once he got her back, and he gives her, she gives him more of a focus on how to bring about. Now I'm excited about the next episode because I really want to see how it led to uh, the end times, as, as it as it were. Yeah, I, Michael Langdon is is really good, and sometimes, but he he does that. He's kind of like the Kylo Ren, like he's just kind of like a whiny child at times, yeah. you know. Like he goes out the woods, like Dad, fucking tell me, I'm not leaving, I swear. And like the whole episode, he's just kind of down or whatever, like you mentioned. It, it's weird, man. Like I, I don't, I like it. Like I, I like it, and I think at the end of the day, you're gonna look back and it's gonna be one of the, that season was fucking weird, but it's kind of, you know what? It's like a, it's like a fourth sequel to a franchise. I like it. I think it's gonna be fun and strange and not perfect, but weird and memorable in its own way. And uh, it's working out. But, well, I think the one, the cooler this is a better episode than the last episode. Last episode was the weakest sauce they had so far this yeah. season. But overall, the, the thing about this show uh, so far in, in Apocalypse is that it, it's got a it's got a hook pin in it that you keep wanting to watch to see what happens the next next week. It keeps you entertained enough to be like, oh, okay, well, I'm feeling a little weird here, but I mean, I've never. I've never done acid before, but maybe I'll give it a try again. <laughs> I liked it when they said they were like, and plus we get to have sex with Victoria's Secret models every Tuesday. He's like, and then he's like, and we get round rolls every Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how they threw that in there, like haphazardly. Like, you know, that happens too. Uh, but yeah, so overall, man, the episode was solid. I loved the shit out of it. I thought Michael Langdon again. I, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Sarah Paulson and the Coven story. But when they just focus on the coven only, and they don't really talk about Michael Langdon, Michael Langdon is the reason for the show. I mean, as far as Apocalypse goes, I mean, he's the one that started it. I like to, 
he's the guy's just a great actor, man. I mean, he's doing his part so well. Like, I really want to explore like more about how he came to be what he is. Hopefully, he'll be a nice addition to Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters and Billy Eichner and all them going forward too in the other seasons. Because yeah. you get these, and I wish you know Dermot Mulroney was in it more I, often too. McDermott. 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 I don't know how you can't remember that. Uh, Jack off and McDermott. You need to stop Jack. All I can think of when I see him from now on. But yeah, no, it was a good episode. I liked it. It was kind of fun. Um, comment down below with your all's thoughts on where the fuck you think this shit's going to go from here on out. And if you like this season as a whole, this weird kind of crazy anthology-ish, but still sticking to a storyline sort of thing they're doing. Uh, we love your fucking faces, and if you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button to get some goddamn wham up in you, Steven. You guys like Seether. I like Seether sometimes. Broken. <laughs> <laughs> we watched a movie. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and four plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Tone out. With Nevia by Moen, the spa shower that offers double the coverage using about half the water, making it look, sound, and feel totally different. Learn more at moen.com slash nebia.